I am Tova Cito. I believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And I believe it's our job to get us there. Every week, I will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The Remedy. Well, hello, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us today for the next episode of The Remedy with Tova Cito. We are um, super happy that you're listening in today. Um, we are especially grateful for the sponsor of today's episode, Mackenzie Carpenter. I love Mackenzie. She is such a sweetheart, and this is, she has, she has sponsored more than once. This is not her first time which I am very grateful for. Very appreciative. She's the gift that keeps on giving. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we love those. Okay, and y'all, we're so excited because Kevin and I just discovered that today is episode 99. 99. This is our last episode in... It's the double digits. In the doubles. And, uh, then we go triple, two baby. Two figures, yeah. Triple, baby! <laughs> we got a... And, so fun. We loved this idea about having a party, and then I remembered, it's COVID. I know. That sucks. It sucks. I Still got to do something, though. I know. I want to have a party so bad. Me have, too. I think it would That'd be, be awesome. so fun to get all of our past guests. Invite all the guests. Yeah. Invite all everybody who's contributed. Mm-hmm. Booze it up. Get some booze. And still record a show. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, we're going to put it on the list. We're going to figure something out. We're going to put it on the list of things to do once this is all. Oh, yeah. We're doing it eventually. Yeah. Well, God, we got to fit. Okay, but you and I are going to be thinking about what. Uh, it's next week. It's next week. Episode 100. And we could do it remotely somewhere big and get a lot of, you know. I know. Uh, nothing can be big right now. I know. That's the really. Nothing. Bugger part. Sucks. If we did it. And most places you have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. I'm not wearing a no, mask. To- <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do a show with a mask on. I don't either. It probably wouldn't sound as good. <laughs> no, it'd be muffled. Yeah. Okay, and you and I both go out of town this weekend. Yes. Uh, you're going to one of my favorite places. Yeah, you I'm got me really excited about that. Oh, I love Gulf Shores. When I first adopted my kids, I would take them there almost every summer. That's awesome. And we would spend. Weeks, maybe a month. I mean, and the fried oysters. Do you like fried oysters? Oh, my Oh, yeah. I like all seafood. Every single time I went out, I got a fried oyster platter there. They're the best. I will definitely get at least one just for you. Yeah, please. And send me a picture. Oh, but I can't eat anywhere. We have to get... I mean, it won't be as fun to do it. Well... You can. You can, but... You may not want to, Yeah, you could get it to go... And you, you do you like to, to go, body though. surf? Mm-hmm. I love to. Body I love to surf. snorkel too. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's like my fave. I didn't snorkel there, but that's the best body surfing that I've ever done. I had like I was in my I was like having a party by myself. <laughs> like <laughs> so good waves there. Oh, and I mean, my, I was beat up. I had strawberries all over my body. From all the body surfing I did there, because the waves are big, it was and worth it. Though. They just slam you. Yeah, it's so much fun. I'm jealous. You got me really excited. Yeah. Although it's probably going to be cold. Uh, 
I'll still get in, but no, it's kind of. I feel like summer's coming. Don't yeah. you? Don't you feel that summer feeling? Oh yeah. Well, it's hotter here than Gulf Shores right now. Oh really? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like ninety today, and it's only like eighty there. I feel like the ocean there is really warm. Yeah, it usually is, along in the Gulf in uh-huh. general. God, you're gonna have so much fun. I'm going to Park City, which I'm really excited. You're gonna about. have fun too. Utah. Yep. Going with my bra and my sister. Little uh, kids trip. Little kids trip. Yep, I'm taking Georgie with me. The twins don't want to go. Oh, that's cool. They've got too many things going They're on too here. Cool. They're too cool. Yeah. They can't miss. Yep. They literally don't want to be gone a weekend. I totally get it <sighs> at that age. Good grief. I always felt the same way. I like, hated having to go on trips. <laughs> oh, my senior year of high school, I had to go to London with my family, and I thought it was like the worst <laughs> thing ever. I was so pissed. Think about <laughs> what you're saying right now. I know. Now. It's like I such a bratty thing. I had to go to London. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh my God, my senior spring break. I have to waste it in Europe. No, I get it. My, uh, the kids are having, so this is cool. My kids and all their friends have, they, they made, they're doing like a makeshift prom and they're having it at, you know, Monster House that goes to school with my kids. That's and pretty cool. Yeah. They're having like a big dance, yeah. a big formal on, uh, this weekend. So I get that they don't want to miss that. They're like having dates and masks. Uh, no masks. <laughs> Head to ask. <laughs> I I'm not sure what all is involved, but I you know probably less is more for me to know at this point. Yeah, and I yeah I wouldn't want to miss it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to miss it either. I get it. I totally get it. And I bet George really doesn't want to go. He's just so sweet that he'll he will go with me. Yeah, but I bet he wants to stay yeah, too. Yeah, he'll have fun too. Oh yeah, it'll be a good. Time. Uh, we'll have a great time. Yeah. Um, okay, so today, okay, so before we start, um, I, if you have been listening to The Remedy for a long time, and you like The Remedy, and you get a lot out of The Remedy, what I'd like to do is I'd like to give Kevin a little 100 episode bonus. You don't have to do that. I know I don't have to do it, but I'd like to do it, and, but I don't think it should come from me, I think it should come from our listeners. So, if you are interested in giving Kevin a little love for all you've done. I mean, you... The, well, thank you. A big... I mean, I'm the chatterbox. And if you don't, I won't hold it against you. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you're the behind the scenes. I mean, everybody loves you. Well, and, I love doing it. Yeah, you're really good at it. So, um, and I know that things have been a little tight with COVID... And so I just, if you are interested in um, giving Kevin a little bit of 100 episode love, you can uh, just Venmo me. Uh, it's at Tova-Cedo. And we'll, we'll give, we're going to give all, all of it to you. That's so very thoughtful. You wanna, You're giving me goosebumps. Well, but you don't have to do that. I know. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's still your idea. <laughs> or they could Venmo you directly. And sure. like give you a little love note. So what's your, I don't even know your Venmo. I don't even know. It's whatever, it's linked to my Facebook. Okay, well just, you can send it to me at Tova Dacito. I'll forward it on to him. But what I'd like to do is give um, get whatever comes to celebrate the 100th episode. So any amount helps, 25 25 bucks is a steak sandwich and a beer, <laughs> which I know you would love. Yes. <laughs> 50 bucks is a trip, or a half a steak sandwich and three beers. <laughs> <laughs> Which you would prefer. Yes. 
even though you definitely need to eat more. I know, I know. You're so skinny. Your yeah. pants are falling off. This is my COVID You're weight. the only person <laughs> who's lost, lost weight. weight. <laughs> God, last night I went to dinner with one of my girlfriends. She looked over at me and she's like, your boobs are huge right now. I was like, it's because I've gained so much weight. Yeah, you're like, thanks. For- <laughs> yeah. So is my stomach and my ass. <laughs> Just kind of all matches. It makes sense to me that people would lose weight during COVID. <laughs> it makes sense to me that people would gain weight during COVID. I mean, think about it too. A lot of people, like for a while, were eating like canned food because they're afraid to go out or like to go or anything, you know. And it's like just no, not eating as bad. You were the only one eating. Canned oh, I ate a bunch of canned food. <laughs> I, I ate like canned you. corn and beets and tuna and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I promise I did not eat one can of food during COVID. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's just me. I ate a lot. You're hilarious. <laughs> I got spam and all kinds of stuff. Well, um, you're just amazing, Kevin. You're just a big Thanks, part Toph. of the success of of the remedy. So, if you want to give uh, to Kev and um, just want to give him a little love to celebrate our hundredth hundredth episode, then um, or you can go. So you can Venmo me, or you can go to tovacito.com, Click on the remedy. And click on make a contribution. So two easy ways. One through the website. One through Venmo. So if you don't have Venmo, you can easily make an online contribution. And hopefully the money will just come pouring in. <laughs> and Thank you, everyone. You guys can uh, you guys can have a hot date and you can eat something else besides canned <laughs> tuna. Now people are really going to give. They're like, oh, the poor guy. <laughs> I enjoy that stuff. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> just trying to be safe. We've got to expand... We've got to expand your horizons. It wasn't just me. Canned food was hard to find during COVID for a while. You couldn't get tuna or spam at all. (laughs) The only tuna you could get was in oil, and it's gross. You got to get tuna in water. I agree with that. Why are you looking for spam? I like spam. (laughs) Plus, my wife, when she was a kid, lived in Hawaii, and like spam's a big deal there. It is? Yeah. Nautic loves spam in Hawaii. That is interesting. How do they eat it? They have like all kinds of different stuff, like sandwiches and like fried and all kinds of different recipes. I'm seriously getting the gag effect. <laughs> <laughs> There's this one spam and corn. Re- okay, you know what? I'll I'll move off of the spam. There's this what? Spam and corn recipe that like my wife makes. It's like a Hawaiian thing. It's actually really good. She had it when she was a kid. Uh, that must be a nostalgia <laughs> thing. <laughs> Has to be absolutely. <laughs> Uh, okay, so next week we're going to do something, um, and but we'll be a little late next week because you and I both, yeah, we d- I don't get back we to happen Tuesday to take, night. Yeah, trip. It's okay. Yeah. You I think tomorrow. we both kind of made these plans a little last minute. Too. Yeah, I booked my ticket this morning. I decided like the day before yesterday that I'll go. Oh, so. that's fun. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad you're going. You, you never let yourself go. That's true. And so go and I'm not a fun. good vacationer. <laughs> I don't like being away. I will totally go to the beach for you. All right, it'll be fun. Yes. I'll go. Yes. Okay, so today, um, for episode 99, uh, I thought it would be fun to talk about life lessons that I've learned. Um, Because, you know, I'm so wise. You are very enlightened. (laughs) Well, I don't know that I'm very enlightened, but I think for 48, almost 49, I've kind of, I've lived. Yeah, I think so. I've gone through... A lot. Certainly. More than some. Been through some shit. Mm-hmm. Good things. Yep. Hard things. Fabulous. I, like, it, w- this guy that I used to work with, he, he used to say, like, 
my life is either like a one or a 10 or an 11. Like there's, yeah. yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. Like a zero or an 11. Like there's not a lot of in between. And I thought, God, there's, it's like so true. Like yeah. the, the opportunities that I've had, the people that I've met, the trips that I've been able to take, the, you know, the circum, like the stories that mm-hmm. I have there. I have so many stories that are an 11. And then I have so many stories that, and so many things that have happened that you know, suck. Yeah, yeah, they're a solid zero. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I kind of, I feel like I've leveled out a little bit though. I think I mean, so. I'm, I live at a solid eight or nine. Yeah. No, not. No, I don't get many ones or twos. I think anymore. you're pretty steady. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. No. And I don't know. I'm very grateful for that. I don't. I don't want any more bad things. No. You've had your share. Yeah. You've had a lifetime. Yeah. So anyway, um, I hope that uh, this is a gift to all of you. Um, so uh, I'll just, uh, the list is kind of long, so I feel like we kind of got to get started. We've been, <laughs> <All right. laughs> we've been chatting. You know we do this. So if we have to split it up, we, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do that. We, we, could do, yeah. we might do that. We feel it out and just kind of see. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my first one is everyone needs therapy. I think everybody needs therapy. I don't I think care you're probably right. what you've been through, what you haven't been through. We all have stuff. Yeah. We all have stuff. Even if you don't think you have stuff, you have stuff. Definitely. Yes. You're fooling yourself. Yeah. And, you know, we all come from somewhere. We all come from some things. We all have unfinished business. And I just, I really believe in therapy. I can't even imagine the mess I would be without, I I mean, I really do have like a therapeutic mind. Like my mind really thinks through things in in a completely different way because of the therapy that I've had. Yeah. I've seen it change my life. I've seen it change the lives of so many people that I've counseled. I've seen it change my siblings' lives. I mean, completely we are completely different people than we were 20 years ago because of really good therapy i'm a completely frustrating though that like it never ends you know i mean you never really graduate no 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 that's true and you know what it used to it really i mean i've said in this before with janice you know uh, and she'll remember she would remember this but i i was in her office talking to her about something and I I've told this story before where I'm like Janice like I was so frustrated with myself mm-hmm. and I was like when am, when am I going to get there like what how many more times am I going to have to come in here and have this conversation like when am I going to get there and she was like there is no there as soon as you get there there's going to be another there and it's true but it's I so that frustrated it felt kind it, of futile for a while no or? I think that that gave me like that was insightful, like made you feel better. Almost. Yeah. Like it's okay that I haven't arrived. Like, right. like I, I can be hard on myself. Like I can be really hard on myself. Like if I screw up or if I don't, if I overreact or if I'm not kind, I can really beat myself up. Me too. Um, yeah. You and I are very similar that mm-hmm. way. Um, and I, I don't like, I don't know if I told you, but a couple weeks ago I got, really upset about something with the guy that I'm dating with Craig and it was totally my fault. Totally.
totally my fault. I overreacted. I behaved poorly. And God, I like, it was like the next day I was like sick. Yep. I know exactly what you mean. I was just so, I was like, God. And, but like discussed it with yourself. Yes, almost, yeah. It like, seems so dumb, but like it, I got reacted instead of responded. I overreacted instead of like thinking through. You know, I mean, it was just it was a very poor, poor, poor display. And I mean, of course, I said I was sorry, but and I really believe we're better for it. But God, I just hate I how hate, you handled it. Yeah, I hate that it ever even. That ha- still has still happens, you yeah. know that there's that there's that there's that side of Toba that I don't love. Yeah, I I so need therapy. I think everybody needs therapy. I think so too. Um, okay, my next one is no truth is ever worse than a lie to cover it up. You don't think so. You don't think there's any kind of circumstance where that would be true? No. You're probably right. I can't think of anything. I have told my kids, but it just seems I would rather have a hard truth and give me a hard truth every day over a good lie. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And, I mean, think about if you found out that somebody you loved lied to you. Yeah. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter what it was about. And it really wouldn't even matter what the truth or the lie was. It, you wouldn't even be focused on, you would just be focused on, they lied to you. Yeah. You would feel so betrayed because of the lie. That lie would be worse than any truth that they were trying to cover up. I'm having this like weird memory now that you said this. Like, there was a time where I was a little kid and my mom said we were going to run errands and she took me to the doctor and I had to get a shot and she lied to me. And I was like so betrayed. And she was like, I never ever did that again. She's like, I felt so horrible. And I'm like, it, that was just something dumb like when I was a little kid. But you're right. Like the betrayal you feel like from someone that you trusted is the worst. Think about how Someone how you, you trust with your life, you know? Think about how you remember that. Yeah. Like that, weird. that is like, how old were you? four five maybe and you still remember it because you yeah. felt so betrayed yeah it's weird and it's it's Thir- all a memory from 30 years ago <laughs> just popped in that's amazing and it's just the truth like give me any hard truth give me any hard truth over a, a good lie that's a good one mm-hmm. um i think uh I think having children is the greatest privilege. I do think it's a privilege. You know, not everybody gets to have children. No. And not everybody, like, it's such a gift, and it's such a privilege, and it's such a responsibility. And so I, not everybody should have children. (laughs) Right. And I think that if you can't or wouldn't or don't look at it as the privilege that it is, you shouldn't have children. Because it's such a privilege. I think you're definitely right about that. Yeah. Yeah. My kids go to school with kids whose parents don't understand the privilege that it is that that they have children. Yeah. You know, they don't treat them that way. And that's that's a hard thing to watch. Yeah. It's a really hard thing to that's watch. That's abusive. It is abusive. So I just think that having children is is the greatest privilege and I think that like 
I think you got to take care of like always looking at it like that. Um, I kind of have a lot on being a, a mom or being a parent. Um, this one's kind of funny. Uh, it's important to have a life outside of your children. Like even though it's such a privilege to have children, I think it's really important to have a life outside of your children. Definitely. Especially moms. Yeah. You know, moms can... I, when I was a youth pastor, I can't tell you how many moms, when the kids left, just freaked out because they had... they All their identity was wrapped up in their children. And so their children left for college and, you know, they had no idea who they were or what to do. And, you know, you don't have to have a job. You don't need to work. But I think it's really important, especially for moms, to have a life outside of their children, whether it's a hobby or girlfriends or, you know, exercise or just other things, volunteer work, you know, other things that you really pour into that that are not your children. Because, I mean, you're always a mom, and I think they they always need you in some weird way, but they don't. It, it changes and yeah you, and I think it's so like I have such a life outside of my children yeah you know well it's good for their kids too to know that it's you so know? good my, they shouldn't think that they're your entire world you know mm-mm. like mm-mm. I don't want them that to th- think th- that they're your only life you know yes and I don't want them to think that because that's a false sense of reality for them definitely you know that they they will leave my home and the world is not going to kiss their rear ends yep like it's just not yeah, you know, I told I read this great uh, thought the other day, and it was like, how you do, how you do something is how you do everything. And I read it to my kids, and I talked about how like, you know, they do they do a handful of things really, really, really well. Like it's all the stuff they love, right? They do sports really well, and they do school really well, and they do their friends really, really well. But when it comes to like shutting cupboards and mm-hmm. doing their dishes and you know, making their beds and pick, taking their towels off the floors, why is it so hard to put a towel on a towel rack? I don't know. I've never had that problem. I probably did when I was a kid, though. Oh, my kids have that problem. I'm like, what? I would never put my towel on the floor. You you get clean with that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. It's so gross. Yeah. Anyway, I, d- I was reading this thought to them that like how you do, and I'm totally digressing, but how you do something is how you do everything. And I told them like, that's why it's so important. Like you get so annoyed where I'm like, get in here and do your dishes. Time to fold your, you know, y'all need to fold your laundry. Y'all shut the cupboards, turn off your lights, you know, pick up your towel. And I was like, how you do something is how you do everything. You know, it, it says. Definitely. It really does. Uh, I, but anyway, my point in that is like, I don't, it's hard, but I don't do everything for my kids. I mean, it would be so much easier for me to just pick up the towel and put it on the rack. Yeah. Then go into, you know, a five minute then have to go rant yep. <laughs> about why it's important to pick up your towel. But, you know, not saving your children is hard, but it's. It's it helps them in the long run. My mom, my mom did not do anything for me, but you know what that taught me that I can, like I have a strange confidence that I can do anything. I can always figure it out. I'm rarely afraid. 
And it, I really think it's because my mom didn't save me. Yeah, I think you're right. I had to figure it out on my own. Yep. And so, I mean, when I graduated college, I knew that was that. Yeah, my mom's a huge rescuer up until that time once I was like, you know, on my own. And then when there's a problem, yeah, you realize like, you don't get out your phone and call your mom. It's like Mm-mm. you have to run it through your head. Like, I have to deal with this problem, you know? Oh, yeah. And if I would have t- called my mom and been like, God. See, I would have got rescued if I did, but I <laughs> my I brother would, still gets rescued all I would the time. I have never been rescued. If I called my mom and said, boy, I'm, I've got I five bucks until I get paid Friday or next Friday, she'd be like, oh, that's too bad. What are you going to do? Like, get ramen? Oh, God. My mom would Venmo <laughs> me so fast. <laughs> they didn't have Venmo back then, but I just know she would because now she uses it. Wow. You're, I, I don't know if you're lucky or... I, you know, I, I don't, I, it would probably. The difference is if you have the strength to grow out of it, though. I mean. Yeah. And not a lot of kids do. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, people that we know Family that will go unmentioned. Yes, yeah. That will go unmentioned. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, let's go to the next one. Um, ooh, you and I talk, have talked about this. Um being able to sincerely apologize is one of the greatest signs of emotional maturity. I think so. I agree. I think that there are still a ton of people who have a very difficult time apologizing. and Genuinely apologizing. Genu- you know? Sincerely. Yes, sincerely. Apologizing. Not just like, I'm so- okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, don't even do that to me. Yep. Um, or please don't say, I'm sorry, but... Yeah, that's bad that too. Because that just negates the I'm sorry. And don't turn it on the other person like, I'm sorry that made you mad. It's like, <laughs> no, that's not an apology. Yes. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. When I'm mad at somebody and they do that. Oh, that's that, the worst. I'm really sorry you're upset. It's like it's putting <gasps> it on you. Yeah. <laughs> no, just say I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, and you're not sorry I'm upset. <laughs> you're so right. That's the worst. It is the worst. But you know what? You know what I hate about that is they're... Uh, they're usually right. Yeah. And know. that's what makes me mad. It's like, they're really not sorry. Oh, I just threw my gum and I missed the trash. That's okay. <laughs> just don't forget it. I'll pick it, it up. I'll it. <laughs> don't step in it in your garment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't want to clash with the enormous uh, stain that's dripped. <laughs> <through there. laughs> we don't want to mess that yeah, up. Yeah, that's not very really feng shui. <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> Uh, okay, so learn how to apologize. It's really important. Uh, and sincerely apologize it, because it really is a sign of emotional maturity. I'm really good at apologizing. My I'm good at apologizing. Two out of my three children are really good at apologizing. And the one that isn't, it just, I, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Like, just say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. <sighs> but for some people, it's really hard. Yeah. Even if they do feel it. Yeah. Um, I got Botox today, and the numbing cream is starting to wear off. <laughs> is that good? It's just feeling weird. Oh, like, does it hurt? <laughs> it's like going to the dentist, you yeah. know, when it's starting to the get Nova your feeling back. back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going off on little tangents today. Sorry about that. This is kind of a show based on little tangents, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. This episode, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're never too old to play. I love, 
I love being active. I love playing. I love, and you know what I really, really, really love and appreciate that Craig will play with me. I, I just, do you like to play? Yeah. And I'm just thinking like, God, I haven't played in forever. Oh, I love to play. I play all the time. I play, we went on a bike ride. We went on like these mud trails. We, this weekend. I want to play. We, we played 18 holes of golf. Like we play. I, my best friends and I, we play. My kids and I, we play. See, the only time I ever play, it seems like, as an adult, is when I'm with a kid or kids. Oh, you gotta, you gotta spice that up. I know. Your bride. Yeah. Go play. I like playing in the pool. Oh, I love playing in the but, pool. But, you know, in the pool in an apartment complex and you're an adult, I would feel like I always just get in the water and sit there. It's like, I don't want to just sit there. Yeah. I, play. I love playing in the pool. I love playing volleyball. I love playing Newcomb. I love playing basketball. That's the yeah, only time I can school. play basketball with my boys because they're so big yeah. <laughs> and so like they will There's they no will way terrorize can, yeah. me. But we can I can play <laughs> basketball with them in the pool, but I can't on the court. Yeah, they will. I'll hurt. I'll break something. You got to be submerged. Yes, yes. So I, you know, the other day, uh, Craig and I went over to his parents, and it was a Sunday, and I said, "What are you going to do today?" And they're like. We're, we're just going to go for a drive. It was the cutest thing. And I'm like, okay, at their age, they're still getting out. And they're still, I mean, it's not like they're so old. They're right. They're young. But they're so, they were so young at heart. Yeah. And like age, you can, you can still be creative and go have fun and get out. Yeah, like at any age, there is something, like I still look... Love, love to jump on the trampoline. Like my oh yeah, best friend great. Mary Catherine has this epic trampoline, and like I pee myself because of having children, <laughs> and I can't. I, like I'll, at first I'll be like, no, I don't want to get on. I don't want to get on because I don't want to. I don't want to pee, but I can't help it. Like I see, like I'm gonna do it. I, I'm just like screw it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I like I can't not play. Yeah. it's so fun. Playing is so playing fun. is awesome. It really is, and it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter how old you are. Like get out, do something. Like there's always something fun to be had. That's what's missing from my life. I'm telling you. Do I it. need to play more? Kev. <laughs> I never think about it. A or lot of adults, I think, don't. Rollerblade. Rollerblading sounds awesome. Katie Trail. I do that with MK, and you know what we do when we do it? We met. We dress up. We dress up in costumes. Like, like we will, we'll wear tutus. <laughs> if it's the Fourth of July, we get all decked out in the Fourth of July. We sometimes we wear leg warmers. Like we we wear matching hilarious outfits, and we play our music really loud, and people laugh at us. It's so much fun. That does sound fun. Yeah, play. It's funny. My wife and I did talk about we were, uh, buying rollerblades. Like, get them. I'm definitely gonna do that. Do it. That'll be awesome. Yeah, it, it, like. I don't know. I just think all that's so much fun. It is fun. Got to play. Got to play. And and being with somebody who plays with me. I mean, I just Craig totally plays with me. I love it so much. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. He skis. He loves to I go love out on skiing. the boat. He loves to snow ski. I love all that stuff. Yeah, me too. I never do any of it anymore. Got it sucks. You got to well, got to get out. Yeah. Got hike. I'm going to oh. play this weekend. Yeah. 
oh, you are going to play. Mm-hmm. You get to go play in the ocean. For sure. Yes. Like playing in the ocean is so... M- I play more than my kids in the ocean. I love playing in the ocean. Me too. I body surf more than my... I love playing at the ocean. Taking a football, throwing the football at the ocean, at the beach is so much fun. It is fun. I've done that for... You know what my kids and I do too? We have headstand contests in the sand. Underwater? In the sand. Oh. Head. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do sand. that. <laughs> I always win too. <laughs> I love when I beat my kids at anything. At anything, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they pretty much beat me at everything now. Yeah. But if I can do They're the age now where they're going to be better at everything. But. Yeah. They're more agile, more athletic, and they've got about 30 Younger. years on yeah. me. <laughs> so there's that. There's that. <laughs> Um, okay. Saying I love you is a really big deal. And I don't, I don't know that people, you know, I counsel a lot of young people and I think that, I think that sometimes people throw that around too often. I think it's a really big, big, big deal. That is a big deal. How many people have you said I love you to? Um, you mean like significant otherwise? Yeah. Probably three. You've been in love three times. Um, I think I've been in, um, what's the word? Not infatuated, but you know, not in love, but thought that I was, you know? How many times? Certainly. So how many times do you feel like you've been in love? Twice, I guess. So see, you had one. No, maybe, maybe three times. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to determine what's like real, true love. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is hard. But I feel like when you're in it, I feel like sometimes when you're in it, you think you're in love. It's kind of like what you just said. Like you think it. Yeah. But it's not, it may not be love. It may be attraction or it may be uh, you want, you want love. You know, you want it so badly. You're like willing it. I see that a lot. Okay. Then I'm going with twice. Um, but like to like really be in love. like I think that yeah, in falling lust in love, love is so hard. Yeah, I think it's so 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 rare. That's where my brain keeps going. I'm like, I mean, I want to say only once because every other time I eventually fell out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And only once did it stick. Mm. So, so so maybe it was love. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. Maybe I was just yeah. Make, I don't know. I think people say I love you because they think that it's time. Yep. Or it's the next step. Yeah. They want to get married. Mm-hmm. And but I mean I I see a I have seen a lot of couples in my days that they really weren't in love. They just thought that that's the next thing that mm-hmm. was the next the thing natural they were supposed to do. Or they felt the pressure or you know, and they and they just should have never they just shouldn't have got married. So many people, women probably more, but men too, just feel like a major pressure for oh, that yeah. next step to be married, to oh, have a house, to yes, have a kid. They, they have to do it, you know, every everyone. Oh, yeah. I'm counseling several 30-year-olds, 30-year-old girls that are single that are all up in their head about, you know, I thought, I, I thought I'd be married by now. I thought yeah. I'd be pregnant. I mean, it's... It's a thing. And you know what? I say move to a coast. Like move move somewhere where you don't feel that pressure so much. Like I think the South has Oh yeah. I think you're right. Pressure. Big like time. People I have I have girlfriends when I from when I lived in San Francisco who who they never 
they've never been married and they don't feel that pressure. Yeah. They don't even think that like it's a thing, you know, it's no big deal. And so, and so I think that added pressure puts pressure on relationships that, that, that you don't need. It's kind of a really nice thing about dating where I am in my forties. Like, you know, I'm 48. I don't, I mean, I, I just, if I love someone, I just get to love them. Like, I don't, I don't need a, I don't need a husband. I don't need anybody to be the father of my children. I don't, I'm not going to have any more children. Like, there's all that pressure f- when you're young, you know, to find a provider and to find a, absolutely, a, to find a, uh, to find, you know, who's going to be the father of your children. And like, so you feel a little more rushed, you know, you might, there's a timeline, right? Cause it's ticking. Everything's ticking. Yep. You know, you're, yep. And like nothing's, nothing's ticking for me. Like, so falling in love, like I, I don't have any pressure. But really nothing's ticking for anyone, you know? It's all just it's pressure all, and psychological. Yes, and, and societal. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, people are putting that pressure on other she people. And so, I don't know. Like, only love for love. That's what I would say. Like, I agree. And if you're going to say, I love you, that is, I mean, that is such a big deal. That, that pressure that you're talking about, I mean, ended several relationships for me. Because the girl wanted more than you could give? Yeah, exactly. I think that happens a lot. I mean, it happened several times in my life where I said, I don't ever want to get married. It's just not my thing. I don't think it's, like, necessary. You can be with someone forever. You know, I I just don't ever want to get married. And every girl's like, that's fine. Like, no problem. After a year, it starts to... It's it's not fine. Slowly (laughs) fade. Yep, and you just see the more and more it's snowballing, and it it blows up eventually. Yeah, I, I think... And so what happens, I think, I mean, I've seen that ultimate, the ultimatums, you know, or, or like you've been dating for, you've been dating for five years and, 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 you know, your upper twenties, early thirties and it's just, five was the number for me. Was it? Yeah. My longest relationship besides my wife. Yep. I think, I think that that's, it's funny that I said five years, Mm -hmm. but like, did you really like. I mean, it's so awesome that you are honest, but like, think about all the people that they feel pressure from their family yeah. or they feel oh, pressure from the other person's family. Yeah, or from A the lot. other person's yeah. family. So I just think that saying I love you and being in love is such a big deal. And, and it's like a sacred, you know? I it's, agree. And holy. And it's very cavalierly thrown out there. Yes. It is. And so just be careful with those words. I mean, when you're young, like your first like real emotional connection you have with someone, like you almost always think you're in love. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Your first like real emotional plus physical like connection when you're young is like such like everything's like exploding in your (laughs) head, you know? And it's of course you think you're in love. Yes, yes. Have you have people ever said I love you and to you and you didn't say it back? I don't think so. One, one. You know what? I don't think, I, I don't, I've, I don't know that I've ever had the same timing really as anybody. What were I you? I mean, I've only it? said, I've only said, I love you. I have said, I love you. One, two. I've said it 
four times. I've only said I love you four times. And all four of those times, the timing was never the same. Really? Mm-hmm. See, I don't think I've ever had that happen, mm-hmm. that the timing wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. The timing has always been different. Uh, three times... I think that would suck for a, a guy to say, or for anyone to say that and then not Three times it. the guy said it and I wasn't ready. You didn't And then one time I said it and they didn't say it back. But I don't. I think that's okay. I've, I've, uh, oh yeah, I think so too. I think it. I, I wouldn't want somebody to say it unless they felt it. Yeah, same you here. You know, even if I felt it. Yeah. I, I. But I think that takes. I think that takes some growing up. I mean, when you're, yeah, I don't. I kind of feel bad now that I think about it. I mean, I'm glad I didn't say it, but it was kind of brave, you know, when I'm in my twenties and somebody's saying I love you, and I just was like, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think I would have been feeling the heat, and I may have just cracked and said it. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I never was really faced with that that particular situation. I think, I don't know. I think being in love is really special. It is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I think it's really hard to find. I think, oh, extremely. I think love is, like, finding somebody to really The real love, deal? Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. I can it's very rare. So attest to that, especially being divorced. Like <clears throat> I don't know. I I think finding the love that you want is for me, finding the love that I want has not been easy. It was rare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a ra- it's a it's a gift. That is a treat. Yeah. Definitely. Well a little treat. Yep. Um Okay, travel is the best education. Oh, I think that's totally true. I totally think that's yeah. true. If you're going to spend your money on anything, mm-hmm. spend it on traveling and take your kids with you. It's just the best education. It is. Um, the best solution to any problem with another human is to be kind, which is not always easy. No. <laughs> but But that's a good sentiment. Uh-huh. You don't have to be friends with them. You don't have to hang out with them. You don't, but I mean, that's just something that I try really hard to live by. And I try to in, in inspire my kids for that to be their response. Just try to be kind. Just try. Like they're rude to you. They're unkind to you. They've <clears throat> wronged you. You don't ever have to hang out with them again, but always be kind to them. It's not always easy. No, not at all. Nope. But it is always the right response. I like lived by that when I was getting divorced. And that was really hard when I was going through my divorce to That's a time when it would be, be particularly difficult. I did not want to be kind. Yeah. I didn't, but I was. Janice taught me that. Good therapy. Back to number one. <laughs> Yeah. You got I, me thinking now. The girl that I broke up with after five years was still ki- very kind to me after we broke up. I'm like, I would not have been kind to me in that situation. That's very mature. It was. And I was a dick. Kev. Well, I felt <laughs> bad. You know, I knew it wasn't right. And, and uh, you know, I had to, but. It is the best response. Kindness. And then like not long later, I was like dating this much, much younger co-ed and yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm surprised she wasn't a huge asshole to me. I would have totally understood. 
And she was still it, always kind. Yes, and it was the right thing to do. We we weren't meant to be together. You know, we had to break yeah. up, but it's still the way I handled it. I feel bad. You know, it wow. sucks. Did she know that? Did she know that you felt bad? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, that's good. See, that's good. Yeah. You made that wrong right. Yeah, I guess. I mean, not really, but. But yeah, I think that t- t- it's very hard when someone kind of, when something like that happens to stay I kind. I think being That's, kind is surprising. Like if somebody it disarms st- the other person big time. Totally, it's it's attractive, is what it is. It is. It's actually certainly very attractive, and it shows this like inner confidence that's really hard to find in people. I think being kind takes confidence, a strength, an inner strength, you know. And some people, yeah, in certain situations would perceive it as a weakness. But oh, I don't right. think it is, you know? There's this great quote that says, don't mistake my kindness as a weakness. That is a good quote. Mm-hmm. I love that quote. I love that quote. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, okay, having young kids is hard and feels like forever, but I promise you it's almost over. <laughs> because I think... When you have kids, it's always almost over. Yeah. Like, it is. Time goes so fast. Yep. Each chapter is so short when you look back. Oh. And, and when you're in it, it feels like an eternity. Yeah. And it just, it goes so fast. And then it's over an instant. And then you look back, like, man, that went fast. Oh, I swear. I just adopted my children, <laughs> and then I blinked, and now they're 16, 16, and 15. Almost adults? Yes. And I, I, when I was in that young littles stage when they were six, six, and five, and oh, I remember when I worked, I would pull into the drive and just stare at my house from the car, and just I would have to gear up to go in because it was just mayhem. Yeah. And like bedtime and everything was, did you brush your teeth? I mean. And what's it like now when you go in? Well, they're asleep till two. (laughs) (laughs) They'd have to wake up. It's probably pretty quiet. They'd have to wake up in order for them to be a nuisance to me. (laughs) No, they're amazing. I'm a much better mom to teenagers than I was to, to little kids. To like, yeah. Yeah. It was it was harder on me. Yeah, I it required patience that I, a gear that was hard for me to. I like get it for sure. Really mm-hmm. hone in on. Um, gossip makes it difficult for people to trust you. Yeah, that's for sure. If you're gossiping to me about them, then you're for sure gossiping about me, to them. <laughs> yep. It's really difficult to trust gossipy people. That's true. I. All my friends, they're just not gossipers, which I really, really I feel like I really only gossip about people I don't like. <laughs> well, <duh. laughs> That's gossip. <laughs> oh, and all the guys who say that they don't do that, they're so full of it. Everybody does it, for sure. Everybody does. Guys d- may even be worse. Guys can be. I think, I think you're right that girls get a bad rap, but guys can be pretty chatty, too. I've known some pretty gossipy dudes. Yeah. That is a very good point, Kev. Yeah. Um, Guys love the tea. (laughs) They do. (laughs) They absolutely do. Um, Okay, don't manipulate any part of your body for anyone but you. Like, 
if you want to, like, I got Botox today. I'm not doing that for anybody else except me. It's not because I'm worried about, like, what I look like in comparison to other people. I'm not worried that if I don't get Botox, you know, Craig's going to break up with me. It's just or what you want to see when you look what, in the mirror. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I can, like, I understand that completely. Yes. Every single thing that, I, you know, that I've, I don't want gray hair. So I'm going to go get my hair done. Like, it, you know, it's all about what I want. Um, I'm not, I don't do anything to myself for the approval of anybody else. And I think if I was dating somebody who was like, hey, I'm going to need you to like fill in the blank, lose weight or get a go get bigger boobs or, um, you know, I want you to have fuller lips or like I would be like, no, no. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not going to do and unless it's something I wanted to do. Yep. Like I'm not going to do anything to my body for anybody else except me. And I don't think anybody should. God, I feel like I probably do you worry do. about what other people. Yeah. Appearance wise. I don't know. You do? Probably. Probably makes sense too. I'm a three on the Enneagram. Uh, that does make sense. Performer. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you care a lot about what other people think. Yes. Appearance wise and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of people are. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't have any like plastic surgery or anything to try to impress anyone. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, I try to stay in decent weight and whatnot, just for, and not even for myself. Maybe it is. I don't know. That's an interesting one. I got to think about that. It's hard to almost distinguish if it's for. Like if I, I the, when I was writing this down, I thought, okay, if I was the only person on earth, right, would I still? Yes, I'd still want to get my hair highlighted. I would still... I still wouldn't want to be fat. Yeah, know? I still wouldn't want to be fat. Yeah. It's not, like, if I lived... If I was the only person on the earth, I wouldn't just let it rip and, you know, get... I, I wouldn't. Like, I still would care. Yeah, For myself. Too. Yeah. Not for... Not for what... The approval of anyone else. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, okay, I have lots more. So, and we're at 50. Uh, hold on. Man, let me, Time goes fast. Oh, you know what? I'll end with this one. It's not that bad. Like whatever it is that you're going through that might feel really big or really hard or really scary, it's not that bad. And that is a beautiful lesson that life has taught me. That it's just not, it's not that bad. And you, and it will end. Like, Whatever the feelings are, whatever the sadness is, whatever the fear is, it 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 will go away. It's not going to last forever. It's not going to last forever. And I think when you're in it, whether it's loss or illness or um, financial, you know, it's just it's not going to last forever. And Man, it feels like it though, and it's bad. When it's bad, it does feel like that, but it's 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 not forever. Those that feeling will has it has an end date. Um, and if you told me that when I was grieving the loss of my children, or when I was getting divorced, I mean, you wouldn't I, have wanted to hear that. <laughs> well, I would have not wanted to hear it about 
about my children. Yeah. I would have not believed it when I was getting divorced. I, if somebody said, you're going to get, the, there's going to be another day and you're going to be happy again and you will find love and you, you know, you're, you're that pit in your stomach. You're it, still going to be a mom. Yeah. You, everything's going to be okay with your kids. Mm-mm. Like I just, I couldn't see that. And I couldn't understand that at some point this would be okay because it felt so big and bad, yeah. you know? It just felt like it would it never... It is. That's some big doom and gloom. I yeah. mean, anyone would think that. Yeah. I just did not. It's hard to see a light at the end of that tunnel. Mm-hmm. And, it, and there so is. There so is. And, I mean, my, my life is so happy. My life is so happy. My life is arguably happier. I'm happier right now than than I have been in years and years and years and years. And even before all that happened. Yeah. I just didn't know it. You know, I didn't know. And what's amazing is, you know, when you get divorced and you're older, what you realize and what you recognize is I'm the creator. Like I'm the creator, I'm the sole creator of my joy, of my peace, of my the feelings that exist in my home as a mom. Like I am the creator of my life. And now that I've learned that, nobody can ever take that away from me. So even if I end up, you know, with somebody one day or I end up getting married again down the road, like I'm still going to create I'm still the creator of my life. And I don't I don't think I I don't think I knew how to do that before I got divorced. Well, that's profound. It just seems I mean everyone well likes to think they're in control, but yeah. Control is illusion, as you and Janice have said a million times, but Yes, but we are creators of our reality. We are creators of our lives. Yeah, we're still driving ultimately. Yes, we may not be in control. Right. But you know how I'm responding or reacting or living, or feeling, or <clears throat> doing is up to you. All those things are up to me. Like my attitude, my outlook, my joy. Like those are choices. You know, those are those are choices. And and now I think it's kind of habitual. Like I am who I am, and Nothing and no one can ever change that or take it away from me. And like I have learned how to be the creator of my own life. And I love it. I mean, I love it. And I love being single. I mean, I love being in a relationship, but I love being single. I think it's, I don't, I I actually really love it. (laughs) And I love my home and I love, that what I create with my kids every day and it's all mine. It's all mine. I love it. So we are the we are the creators of our own lives. And the truth is, whatever it is, it's just not that bad. It's just not that bad. It's all gonna be okay. I so believe it. Okay, so next week we're gonna start and we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten. How many did we get through? 11, 12, 13. We still have 13 more. Really? So you know what? This is actually the perfect thing to do for our, our last 99, 100 lessons yes. I've learned. 
kind of makes sense. Teach us how to get to that realization that you're talking about just now. <laughs> What's the realization? About being, um, I don't know, I totally lost my train of thought. Like a creator? Yeah. Like, uh, how do how you do that? Yes. You could do a whole show on that. I got a lot of questions about that. A lot of people want to get there to be in charge of their feelings and emotions and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, we could we could do a show about that. Cool. How to create, how to create the life you want. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know what? A lot of people go through life as victims, and and that's a waste. Like, we can either be victims of life or we can be creators of life. That's an easy response. Yeah. And that's how I see it. Like, could I be a victim? Yeah. You oh, know? Yeah. yeah. I could totally be a victim. I could, I have every excuse to not, to not have joy, to not have love, to not have peace, to not, to not be happy. You know, I, I have all the excuses in the world, but I don't want to use, I don't want to be a victim. I don't want to be a victim. I want to be a creator of, life and love and joy and happiness. And so I just, and I think I, I, it started out as a decision and, and I had to make that decision over and over and over again every day. And now it's just a habit. Now it's just who I am. So that's a sh really short. But that's not easy to do. No. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's a practice. Yeah. It is a practice. So, um, okay. Thanks so much for listening. I ran out of music bed. I had to restart it. That's all right. <laughs> kind of went on yeah. and on and on and on. All right. Y'all have an amazing week, and we'll see you back here next week for episode 100. Woot, woot. <laughs>